Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. All right, so if the Democrats have their way, they would try to get Mitch McConnell once again to buckle on raising the debt ceiling, conflicting reports, whether he will aid or help or support, uh, whether he will slow down the process, as people like Senator Mike Lee would have them him do. Um, then questions about build back better new Green Deal socialism. I gave you all the, the numbers from Penn and Wharton and, and other places yesterday. The real cost of the bill when you don't use accounting tricks is more that that one point seven five trillion is really four point five, four point eight trillion. And yet again, nobody's calling them out, uh, calling out the real numbers. We are. That's why Democrats always claim the CBO is the gold standard. It's not so much anymore. They don't even want the bill scored. Um, let me play for you, Mitch McConnell. Now, again, he said it the last time in September, before September, for two months that he wouldn't help Schumer uh, raise the debt ceiling. But he did. Here's what he said this time. I don't think shutting down the government over this issue is going to get an outcome. Uh, it would only create uh, chaos and uncertainty. So I don't think that's the best vehicle uh, to get this job done. I think the courts are likely to get it done or will pass early next week. Freestanding a measure to overturn uh, the government mandate. Just to put a fine point, you're saying you can avert a shutdown or not, sir? Yeah, we're not going to shut the government down. That makes no sense for anyone. Uh, almost no one on either side thinks that's a good idea. Uh, okay, so that's what he says. Lindsey Graham talked about the actual cost of Build Back Better. A lot of the information we passed on to you yesterday, at least somebody in Washington is caught up with it. And here's Lindsey Graham. Person home. If these programs don't go away, which they never do, then the debt that we absorb through passing Build Back Better will be 
And the actual cost of the bill is, in your view, about 4.8, and in your view, over 4 trillion, right? Yeah, about 4.5. Okay. So the truth of the matter here is, and see if I've got this right, if you look at these programs over a 10-year period, not 3, not 2, not 1, you come up with a deficit of about 2.7 trillion. Is that right? Is that right for you? So what I want the American people to know, that the bill that's written is not the bill you're going to pay for. The bill you're going to pay for is going to be almost 10 times larger than the numbers we're dealing with here today because the game we play here in Washington. You were asked at Wharton to assume these programs don't go away, and you came up with almost the same number you came up with in terms of adding to the deficit. Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina joins us now. How are you, sir? I am good, and I appreciate you're the only guy in the whole friggin' country talking about this. So let me tell you why it's important, Sean, and thank you for for giving me the time to talk about it. Bill Back Better was scored by the Congressional Budget Office, and their score said it cost $1.635 trillion, and it would add $367 billion to the deficit. Well, that that assumes that the child tax credit will expire after a year. They wrote the bill so the child tax credit would expire after one year. The earned income tax credit would expire after one year. 17 different new programs would expire between one and five years. Well, the truth of the matter is I'll be in the NBA before these programs expire. President Reagan said the closest thing to immortality on earth uh, is a government program. So the whole damn bill is a fraud. It is a budget gimmick. So here's what happened. Wharton Business School and a bipartisan uh, budget group looked at the bill as if the programs didn't expire. They went on for 10 years, and they found that the true cost of the bill is not $1.635 trillion. It's $4.7 trillion over 10 years. It doesn't add $367 billion to the deficit if these programs expire, which they will. It adds $2.8 trillion. So I've got a commitment from the CBO, the gold standard, to do exactly what Wharton and the bipartisan group did, score the bill as if the programs do not expire, which they want, and that will come out a week from this Friday. It will be a game changer, and I want the American people to know this whole damn thing is a fraud. It's a lie that the true cost of this bill is well over $4.5 trillion, and the effect on the deficit is $2.7 to $2.8 trillion, not $367 billion. And I hope Joe Manchin and others will use this if the CBO comes out with these numbers as a way to stop this train. There's now a lot of talk, and I, I got a text message from Senator Mike Lee last night that that and Mitch McConnell, while he might not do what he did in September, and that is uh, vote for the extension of the, in other words, not have the government shut down on the debt ceiling, et cetera, um, he would just get out of the way and not use every procedural tool available to him to make it very, very hard for the Democrats to do it. And the argument being, well, there's a lot of work to do before Christmas. Well, that's not really the American people's fault. Um, And I think considering that Republicans have been shut out of the budget process completely, they they have no input at all. The Democrats have both the House and the Senate, and they have the White House. They don't need a single Republican to help them. Why would we not use every tool available to us to slow them down and stop it and not give them more time 
to, to work out the obvious differences that clearly exist between, say, mansion and cinema and the progressive squad that runs the House. Yeah, so I think the point the point here is that the Democrats have spent all this money by themselves, right? Correct. You know, all of these bills have been, been the, the new round of spending has come from Democratic-only reconciliation process. So here's what Mike Lee, Lindsey Graham, and every other Republican believes. You you did the spending by yourself. You need to raise the debt limit, limit by yourself. So I'll make a prediction. I didn't say this last time, but I'm going to say it this time, and we screwed up last time. Now, one Republican... And you said it at the time. You were one of a few, but you said it. Yeah, I said, I'm sorry. We screwed up. We made a commitment. But you did, by the way, you didn't, you were not a part of that screw. No, I was not. But we had 10 of my colleagues that found themselves in a bad spot. Well, we're not going to do that again. We're not going to provide aid and comfort to, to the Democrats to provide votes to raise the debt ceiling. They're going to have to do it by themselves through reconciliation. One thing you can do is shorten the period of time, but they have to vote to raise the debt ceiling without a Republican vote. That's important to me because they're doing all the spending by themselves. They can bear the burden of the debt by themselves. But most importantly, they've got to put a number down. The The benefit of doing it this way, making them do it by themselves, is they, they deserve to do it by themselves. But having put a number down will tell the American people the true cost of these bills. And the number they're going to have to put down is going to change because I, as ranking member of the Budget Committee, as the senior Republican on the Budget Committee, I've been at war with CBO. Why can't you do what Wharton and the bipartisan group did? Why can't you score this bill based on reality? These programs are not going to sunset. They're going to stay in being. And not one Democrat wants them to sunset. This is a gimmick to lower the cost of the bill. Well, once you remove these gimmicks, the amount of money we're going to spend is going to be well over $4.5 trillion, not $1.6. And the amount uh, of debt we're incurring is going to be $2.7, $2.8 trillion, not $367 billion. So they'll have to put that down when they raise the debt ceiling. It's important that Republicans make the CBO give us a true cost of this bill in terms of. Well, bill you said you're better. confident they will. I, I am, and and CBO is a nonpartisan group. I, I'm, uh, you know, I, they're the gold standard. I've had a hard time getting them to do what these other groups have done, but they've told me they will give me a product, give me an answer to to my questions by a week from this Friday. And what did I ask them to do? Assume for a moment that the sunsets go away. That the, the that they will these programs won't be sunset. They'll stay around for ten years. And once you make that assumption, you're going to blow a hole in that deficit, and you're going to have two and a half times more cost than they're telling the public. So the whole bill, as written, is a fraud. The gimmicks lower the cost, and we're going to do away with the gimmicks. And that affects the debt ceiling. One thing affects the other. It's very important that not one Republican vote to raise the debt ceiling. It's very important that Democrats do it by themselves and they put down a number. And it's equally important that we tell the American people the truth about the cost to build back better. You know, before Donald Trump, I used to always say that Americans always get the, the, the tax increase immediately and this, whatever spending cuts are promised <laughs> never come to fruition. You always get the amnesty, but you never get the border security that's supposed to come with it. So there, I think we have a, a lot of reasons to distrust Republicans. Where do you see the, the state of build back better, new Green Deal Marxism really is what it is. I mean, when you, you talk to your colleagues, you talked, I assume, to Joe Manchin and, and Kristen Sinema. Maybe I'm wrong, but I would assume you do. Oh, I, well, I talked to him. I talked to him today. So so Joe Manchin, to his credit, has been very reluctant to sign on to this bill because he thinks it's he thinks full of gimmicks. 
he has said the CBO is the gold standard. So I've been able to get a commitment from the Congressional Budget Office to score the bill without the gimmicks. And uh, a week from this Friday, I'll I'll be on your show. Okay, so he knows what you're doing. You've discussed it with him. And he appreciates it. Okay, and does that mean that he's likely to say no? I'm telling you, Sean, given what Joe Manchin has said, he's been so consistent that he doesn't want to play games with the budget. He doesn't want to start a program playing like it's going to end when it won't. All right, what about Kristen Sinema? I don't know. I haven't talked to her as much. She's been great on making sure we don't raise uh, capital gains rates. She's been very good at making sure the Democrats don't don't repeal the entire 2017 tax cut that that Trump put in place. She's been good on taxes, but Joe's been really worried about the deficit. He's been worried about creating more inflation. And one thing I can tell you, that the cost of this bill is two and a half times greater than they're saying it is, and the effect on the debt is 10 times greater. Right, because it's 50-50 in the Senate. Now i got to ask another question, which I would prefer never to have to ask. (laughs) Do you see the likes of Lisa Murkowski or Mitt Romney or Ben Sass or anybody else um, going with the Democrats on this. No. Uh, and I, I don't say that lightly. I've talked to all of my colleagues. Every Republican believes that Build Back Better is inflationary. They believe it's full of budget gimmicks, and we will oppose it. Some of us work with Democrats on a uh, an infrastructure bill that I thought made sense. This one makes no sense. This bill is full of gimmicks. It will blow a hole in the uh, – it will add trillions to the deficit, not $367 billion. And we're going to prove that a week from Friday. So not one Republican will vote for Build Back Better. Build Back Better is written as a lie, as a fraud. And I'm hoping uh, Senator Manchin, when he gets the gold standard report, will act accordingly because the truth of the matter is that we're going to add to inflation at a time we need less inflation. We, we should quit borrowing all this money. We should pay for some things and lower the cost of living in America. Quick break. We'll come back. We'll continue. 800-941-SEAN, our number. More with Senator Lindsey Graham. Then your calls, final half hour. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to think, oh, I'm covered, no worries at all. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket cost, that's not covered by insurance. Now, that can be a lot of money for you and your family, but how do you know that you're not being overbilled? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Now, unless you're a billing expert, how do you possibly know that your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock, they can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. That means when your medical claims come in, well, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. And HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix any hidden errors so you only pay what you owe. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over, get this, $130 million. Bottom line is, insurance alone is not enough. Now, to save, just go to HealthLock.com. That's one word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. We continue with South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. Your call's coming up at the bottom of this half hour. Let's talk about every single crisis where crises we're now facing. We still have Americans abandoned behind enemy lines. It's now 110 days later and 123 days since Biden made the promise not to abandon them. And thousands of green card holders, never mind our Afghan allies that are dying every day and getting pulled out of their homes and murdered in broad daylight and women losing their rights in in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. But all of this was preventable. That was easily preventable. The right. border disaster, easily preventable. We have more people dead from COVID, even though Joe, in this year mm. than last year, even though Joe had three vaccines and monoclonal antibodies, which he's only mentioned once and only fairly recently. Um, then we have, of course, the high cost of energy as he moved away from energy independence and keeps begging the likes of OPEC and Russia, right. of all people, to increase their production. Uh, what difference does it make in, to planet Earth where the oil is? It comes from, the, if it comes from Russia, the Middle East, the Saudi Saudi Arabia, or the U.S. We don't need any of their energy. We have enough of our own. Why wouldn't we be energy independent? That would redu- do more to help the economy, reduce inflation, uh, reduce the cost of every good that we now buy and service we now get from everybody. It's killing the poor and the middle class in this country. Well, I mean, you gave a good overview of why we all miss Trump. You know, President Trump could be a handful. I think both of us have had an experience with President Trump where where sometimes we would disagree, but on the policy front, the guy was magic. So what accounts for all this? Joe Biden doesn't understand the way the world works. He doesn't understand that if you kill energy independence in America, you're empowering people with oil and gas uh, that are bad guys. So we're shifting uh, money from America to overseas to buy the product that will be burned. That's stupid. He doesn't understand what the 
generals were trying to tell him, if you withdraw all of our forces from Afghanistan to where you're talking about, the place will collapse. He learned not one damn thing from Iraq. He pushed for withdrawal from Iraq that led to ISIS. Uh, When it comes to the border, his policies are enticing people to come. We have a run on our border because nobody leaves once they get here. The bottom line is if he had went on vacation, and President Trump said this last night, if Joe Biden had went to the beach and never came to Washington and left everything in place, he'd be a far better president than he is today. He doesn't know what he's doing. They have a worldview that's inconsistent with reality when it comes to energy, and they're about to give the biggest gift in the world to the Ayatollah, uh, hundreds of billions of dollars, tens of billions of dollars to negotiate a bad deal. Israel can't afford a bad deal when it comes to the Iranian nuclear program. I've never been more worried about a terrorist attack on the homeland than I am right now because the combination of terrorists running wild in Afghanistan and a broken border is going to come back to haunt us. I couldn't agree anymore, and I think we're one of only a few people that ever mention it. My Mike Pompeo, to his credit, does as yes, well. By the does. way, so does former President Trump. Uh, Lindsey Graham, South Carolina, uh, appreciate you being with us. Thank you, sir. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, we'll get to your calls. We have a quick report from our friend Jay Christian Adams coming up. Quick break right back. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SHAWN. You want to be a part of the program. You know, I've been saying it, I'm going to say it again, that this country, we need election integrity in every state. Not just swing states, but every state. And it's simple. This is not complicated. Uh, that would be voter ID laws, like they have in Joe's state of Delaware. Uh, you need a, an ID to get in to see a congressman or woman or a senator or even Joe Biden himself or the Democratic National Convention. Hell, you need a, a vaccination card to eat, eat at a restaurant in New York, for crying out loud. Thank goodness for Uber Eats. Um, but long story short, that, that you need ID for everything. You want to buy a jewel pot or a six-pack of beer, you need ID. So... Simple integrity measures should be adopted by every state. And if we want elections that we can have confidence in, every state needs to adopt them. And why there's this reluctance and resistance that Democrats uh, only tells me they're up to no good. Um, for example, voter ID, signature verification, chain of custody controls uh, when people mail in ballots. Uh, also, it would include updated voter rolls every election to make sure that they're accurate. Uh, and then most states have laws that allow partisan observers to watch the vote count up close from start to finish. And they have to be there for the counting of every ballot to make sure no shenanigans go on. I would add to that Republicans, they've they've had this reluctance and resistance to early voting and reluctance and resistance to mail-in voting. You better get over it because that's now it doesn't seem like that's going to change anytime soon. Um, And if we want to win elections, we've got to play on the same you know, field as the Democrats are playing on. Anyway, Christian Adams is the president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. I saw this article on foxnews.com. He's going to give us a quick update, then we'll get to your calls. Uh, how Michigan still has more than 25,000 dead people on the voter rolls, according to their lawsuit. Okay, Jay Christian Adams, you have this lawsuit. Uh, apparently, the Secretary of State had ignored warnings about this. Have you confirmed for sure 25,000 dead people? Uh, in fact, Sean, we've even found some of their gravestones, like Helen Gulvazan, who died in 2000. O- over, you're not going to believe this, almost 4,000 of these registrants have been dead for two decades. They've been By dead the way, have any decades. of them voted in recent elections? Uh, there's always some who vote. Are they going to make the difference? Not not often, but they still vote, and that's the problem. Is you just can't have 
26,000 dead people on the active voter rolls for 20 years. I mean, it's crazy. So you have of the 23,663 people registered have been dead for five years or more. 17,479 registered voters have been dead at least 10 years and nearly 4,000 have been dead for at least 20 years. Um, okay. And you're saying that you have found examples of people that are dead that quote have voted past their death. That's an amazing thing, by the way. I would call that miraculous. Well, here's the worst part about it. Jocelyn Benson, the Michigan Secretary of State, a Soros-elected Secretary of State, knew about this. Before the election, our lawyers went to Lansing multiple times, gave the names, gave the data to the Secretary of State, and they didn't care at all. They allowed the 2020 election to happen with all of these tens of thousands of dead registrants on the rolls. It's pretty unbelievable. Now, is this going to get solved? I guess your lawsuit will determine if the issue gets solved, right? And you filed this lawsuit. Right. We've, we've sued states around the country. Other states have settled with us, like Pennsylvania cleaned up their deads. Let's see what Michigan does. Are they going to be strident? Are they going to be defensive? Are they going to fix the problem? They have choices now, and we'll see what they do. Uh, anyway, keep us in the loop. I want to follow this story. It's on foxnews.com if you want to read it. Uh, we appreciate your hard work. Jay Christian Adams, president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. Unbelievable. Uh, 800-941-SHAWN is our number. This is why I keep saying, well, people say, well, what can I do? Contact your local senator, your governor, and your state legislature and tell them to adopt election integrity measures. You know, this this is the irony of the DOJ going after Georgia. More accessible voting laws than Delaware. Or going after Texas. More accessible voting laws than Delaware. Why doesn't he go after Delaware? They don't have any early in-person voting days. 17 days in Georgia. They don't have any drop boxes either, and they're in every precinct in Georgia. Joe has some of the most restrictive laws, and he's never lifted a finger to make voting more accessible in Delaware. Anyway, 800-941-SHAWN, our number. You want to uh, be a part of the program. Uh, let's say hi to Glenn is in Missouri. Hey, Glenn, how are you? Glad you called. Thank you for taking my call, Sean. I called today to say thank you for being a person who cares about people and reports truth specifically as it pertains to monoclonal antibodies. I've had three people that are close to me in my life that came down with COVID. Uh, I knew about monoclonal antibodies because of what I've learned on your show, and it saved their lives. And I called to say thank you for reporting the truth. Listen, it's sad to me because, and I will tell you, because people know that I talk about this, it's almost every day. That somebody calls me. What's that thing you talk about on the radio and TV? And and I understand, you know, everybody's got busy lives. Some of my friends, you know, mock me. I'll say, did you hear this? Did you hear that? Our, our lives don't run revolve around your show, Hannity. Stop, you know, and I'm all right. I get it. And but the point is, is that people are hearing it, but then they forget monoclonal antibodies is not, you know, top of mind for most people. I even know a prominent politician that got a breakthrough case and i asked are you going to get the infusion and they said yeah what is that again and i'm like oh my gosh and i try to say right. it now look i'm not telling people what to do i'm not playing doctor as you know my whole spiel but i am saying if you get a positive test what i have found without a single exception the people that get monoclonal antibodies immediately after they get a positive COVID test. They not in every case between 48, no longer than 72 hours. They feel like new people 
and to my you know, pastor, but ask my, your doctor. That's my recommendation. I'm glad you're. Uh, you know, mom, it, my, what, what's that? My pastor's mom is 75 years old. She already had pneumonia. She was several days into this. They got her to the hospital. They called and asked me, "What's that thing that you're talking about? Regeneron." monoclonal antibodies ask them for it you need it it turned her around in 24 hours she's at home today recovering because of this information well you know thank god it sounds like you just got her in time i know people unvaccinated 74 another person 68 years old they get a positive covid test uh in 48 hours they're both feeling great I know people that have had breakthrough cases. One of my best friends feels better at the best 10 days of his life, sends his family down to Florida and every day is catching 40 pound striped bass and sending me pictures saying, oh, wish you were here. I'm like, all right, you jackass. I'm glad I helped get you the monoclonal of the Regeneron in his case. Um, but he did it in good fun. But I just don't listen. I'm just trying to pass on information. And the one consistent treatment therapeutic that i know is working when taken early is is our monoclonal antibodies and I, because i think this whole vax don't vax debate is over so th- now what happens if you get a positive covid test by the way i would urge everybody to you know it's, it's the time of year people are going to get, get colds and and whatnot and you're going to start immediately panicking, thinking you might have COVID. The Abbott test has caught at least three people I know. You know, they they take the home test and they would get it confirmed in a lab. Uh, but it, it's like 99% effective. And you can have it at your home if you, you're beginning to worry, you're not feeling well, you have a dry cough or you have a cold. And maybe it's just a cold or a cough or seasonal allergies or whatever. But at least you have the test at home and you can get it at your local, you know, CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens, whatever. Um, anyway, I'm glad your friends are OK, Glenn. I really am. And, and I'm glad you listened um, so that they could ask their doctor. But if you get a positive test, call your doctor immediately. Ask about monoclonal antibodies, one brand name, Regeneron. And and then, you know, if you for me, that's what I would do. That's all I'm going to say. I, I try not to talk about myself and all of this. It's very important that you be as knowledgeable as possible i've seen the worst of this linda you know people that i know that died you know people that i care about that died you know people that i know that barely made it off a respirator you know people i know that died on respirators and i just got caught in the middle of this and because i cover it people come to me and it's my it's actually my pleasure i'll spend as much time as needed you know just i think had What's up? I think it's really sad for you, though, because unfortunately, you know, a lot of these people didn't have to end up in those situations. You know, they got misinformation. Now we know like respirators, ventilators, you know, going to the hospital. It's not the right way. It's like you need to deal with it. As soon as you find out, you need to start doing all of the different, you know, the cocktail effects that we've talked about so many times on the show. And if they had called you a little sooner, we know we there's people's lives that, you know, you could have saved. There are a couple that really kill crush me. Because I wasn't brought in early. Exactly. And by the time, it's very interesting. Usually when that COVID pneumonia or uh, what do they call that? The um, the, the, Oh, the cytokine. Yeah, the cytokine storm, as they call it, that goes inside your lungs. Once you, for example, you could be home and maybe not feeling great. You you know, you're having a little trouble breathing, but your saturation rate is, you know, 96 and you're doing okay oxygen-wise. It can go from 96 to 70 in no time. The problem is if it's day 7, 8, 9, 10, when that usually happens, 
By the time you get your ass to the hospital, the damage is done. There's not much you, they can do. Now, I know of instances where they have, where these therapeutics have reversed it, but your odds are much lower. Acting immediately increases your odds dramatically. That's what I have seen. I'm not a doctor. Talk to your doctor. I always say, do your research. Take it seriously. Take into account your unique medical history, current condition. Talk to your doctor, doctors, medical professionals you trust. You know, I, unfortunately, I feel I might know as much at this point as they do uh, because I talk to them constantly. It's a never-ending education here. Um, anyway, back to our phones. That's a good. I'm glad this person's okay. Um, all right, let's say hi to uh, George in Florida. George, you're a genius, and I'm an idiot. You live in Florida. You save a lot of money. I'm a dope because I live in New York. I'm an idiot. No, nah, you're not a dope. What's up, big time? Sean Hannity. What's going on, George? How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, man. Well, we're in Florida here. we got the best governor in the country. Uh, you're talking about the, the – he set up 67 of the um, – uh, Monoclonal center. antibody centers. And, and, Right, and that's why Florida has the lowest, uh, you know, number of hospitalizations and infections right now. Yeah, and then Joe started um, rationing them because it was successful, and there's no need to it, ration it because we don't have a shortage of it. No, exactly. He he's he's trying to cut Ron DeSantis's knees out from under him, and and uh, Governor DeSantis called a special session and uh, passed and signed into into law. Um, you know the the. State laws where local governments and private employers are prohibited from enforcing COVID-19 vaccine mandates. You can't do it now, but it's not, uh, it's not some of the local governments are still playing politics with it. One in particular, Leon County in Tallahassee County Administrator Vince Long is continuing to fire longtime employees who refuse the vaccination. So it's the ultimate game of politics. And local hospitals are firing healthcare workers who put their lives on the line during all. I have another buddy down in Florida, and he and his wife had a breakthrough case, fully vaccinated. Uh, they're in the Tampa area, and they went immediately. Called me. He goes, "What do you really believe in Regeneron?" I said, "Absolutely, get it now, now." And he said, "All right, we're on our way." I when Governor yeah, Abbott had a breakthrough case, I called him. I mean, I like Governor Abbott, um, and he's a friend, and I like him a lot. And um, I said, please tell me you're going to get the infusion. He goes, yeah, by the way, it starts in about 10 minutes. I'm in the hospital. <laughs> so I felt good about that. He turned out fine. Um, but others have, have not taken it. But, uh, yeah, no, Florida was I, – I think we should have these these monoclonal antibody centers all around the country. It worked in Florida. And then when Joe started rationing it, because he because, again, one size fits all. He he doesn't want people to have a therapeutic. He wants people to get the shot. And, you know, if they don't listen to Joe, then we're going to take away your therapeutic. Then people will die. This is the one thing that shows that it's working when done early. And anyway, then Ron DeSantis said, screw you. I'll go out and buy my own. And he, and he spent Florida tax dollars to buy more monoclonal antibodies to keep these centers open when needed. And now you have the lowest rate in the country. Good and i'm happy for you and and we're happy and and you know we'd love to see him run for president we'd hate to lose him as our governor but you know he would do a much better job than than you know cardboard cutout would do a better job than uncle joe right now so another thing <laughs> joe joe could be successful another, if he just went back to the trump policies that were working um listen i've got to run um where in florida are you Tallahassee. I'm in the capital. Oh, okay. I've been there. I have a funny story that I'll repeat one day about me going through the 
checkpoint, going to visit then Governor Bush. Wasn't a good moment, but uh, I'll tell you about it one day. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, that's going to wrap things for us today. Wrap it up. Anyway, we got a big show tonight. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News. Will senators cave and help the Democrats again? Marco Rubio, Lindsey Graham. We'll check in with both of them. Also, Sarah Sanders, Reince Priebus, Clay Travis, Larry Elder, Leo 2.0, Terrell. All happening. Set your DVR. 9 Eastern, Hannity on the Fox News channel. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. You make this show possible. We can never thank you enough. See you tonight, back here tomorrow. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.